Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. everyone and welcome to Blue Murder Club where we'll be discussing all things eerie, menacing and outright disturbing from murders to the unexplained, unsolved and the supernatural. This week we're discussing the serpent and I think we really both watched the serpent on ITV wasn't it a couple of years ago? Yeah we did we watched the serpent the the TV series yeah before that never really heard of this fella. I'd never heard of him never Mm ever knew about him never heard of podcast about him and i listened to quite a few yeah (laughs) (laughs) but yeah really piqued our interest with that and um yeah he's just a really unusual guy i'd say as well Um, yeah apparently he was really really charismatic and Mm -hmm. charming yeah yeah he got himself out of a lot there was so many uh, as we we're going to get into it but so many prison escapes and yeah. he just managed to charm anyone and everyone he was around yeah exactly by all accounts he he could like literally charm pants off anybody yeah yeah so yeah we'll see how he gets on but mm. yeah it's a good one to cover but we i think we didn't realize how much was how involved. involved yeah <laughs> i know there's a lot to cover in this one so apologies if we waffle on a bit too much but we'll try to condense it Hopefully. so we can get to um what we make of it. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I think, um, yeah, like you said, Lauren, it's a it's a really interesting case. The guy just, I, as I was researching him over the last couple of weeks, I just thought if this man had put that mind and all that charisma to good. Yes, imagine what who, he could do. Yeah, yeah, who knows where he'd be. But yeah. He focused on the criminal element and just ended up in prison as I you know. do. and it was a shame it was as you say he was just i think he it was learnt for, uh, behavior from his dad because his dad was the same quite charismatic and charming yeah um but yeah as you say if you'd have put that to good it, mm. yeah you don't know what he would could have done he, yeah yeah because he's not really your average serial killer he seemed it didn't i didn't get a feel that he killed anybody out of um wanting to kill people it was a means to an mm-hmm. end for him mm-hmm. so it was very desensitized but it yeah. wasn't yeah it yeah. wasn't that need that yeah most serial killers have i would say to take the life of yeah. somebody or to torture yeah. somebody he literally did it just to rob people yeah <laughs> to get money just yeah. to get money yeah it's ridiculous which seems a bit over the top to me can't mm-hmm. you just take someone's money yeah. and not kill them exactly yeah <laughs> he's just yeah he's just 
really, really ruthless. fascinating. Yeah, yeah ruthless, ruthless man who didn't let anything stand in his way of what he wanted. Yeah, I agree. Use people by using that charisma and that mm-hmm. charm that you mentioned earlier. Yeah. And, um, yeah, used it for the complete just criminal games, really. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, as much as I love you, Carol, if you went to me, we need to rob someone and this is how we're going to do it and then we're going to poison and kill them, <laughs> I can quite honestly say, and or not, I'd be like, oh, no, you're all right. <laughs> Harry yeah. manages to get a family friend. Yeah. But he calls the family. Yeah. Behind him. Yeah. And to agree to it, like it's just ludicrous. I just don't understand. No. What mentality goes on there to think? You know what? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. It's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. It's let's, just let's just stupid. do what he. Let's just do what this fella does. Yeah. And yeah, that that can be my life. Hmm. Instead of just you know selling bits and pieces to tourists and making money that way, yeah, I think I'm, I'm going to poison them till they pass out, rob them, and then yeah. just in case they go to the police on me, I think I'll just kill them. Kill them, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't, I don't get it. I don't get. It's like, it, it's like almost felt to me like he didn't regard a human being any more than if you trod on an ant. Yeah, no, uh, that's precisely that. Yeah, I think yeah. that's genius for saying it that way because yeah. that's exactly what it was. It felt like. It 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 was either they lived or died. It didn't seem like it mattered to yeah. him whatsoever. Yeah, it weren't on his radar. No, at all. No, about whether somebody lived or died. Yeah, exactly. Which is just terrifying, really. It is. It yeah. really is to have that little regard for a life. It's just yeah, it's scary. Really, mm. really scary. Yeah, definitely. There's a there's a word here that's just popped out of me, narcissism. Mm-hmm. And I think he's got that in spades. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think so. I think he's, yeah, to go with that person. Again, when I said in the last, in the pilot, mm-hmm. people are pillars of the community. Yeah. Um, he's got that. He hasn't got that. Everyone knew what he was about. But mm. because he was so light and so yeah. charming, yeah. he can get away with anything, absolutely anything. Absolutely. And you'll see it in the story when he goes to prison. Mm. The uh, Harry gets his way out of certain yeah. things. You just think, how on earth? How yeah. on earth? Absolutely. Has he done this yet again? Yeah, absolutely. So usually, um, well, not usually, but a very m- most of the time you can study the early life of mm-hmm. somebody like this mm-hmm. and you can think, well, to be honest, I kind of can't blame them. Yeah. Obviously they're going to turn out... Mm-hmm wrong in some way mm-hmm. um but this fella just felt seems like he was born bad really yeah it's the nature versus nature and mm. this is definitely i believe nature, nature. He, he has some things in his childhood that's not great mm. but um i believe no matter if well, however he was going to be brought up mm. he was always going to turn into what he turned into because yeah. i think it was just in him it, i really do i agree so should we start with a yeah. looking at a little bit of his early life and yeah. um, just but to see where he came from and that kind of thing? Yeah. So he was born Garich Sobraj. Good pronunciation. I know. There, I was Loz. really, really worried about the pronunciation. <laughs> You've been practicing that all morning. <laughs> really trying. <laughs> In 1994, 1944. Scrap that. <laughs> to a wealthy Indian father and a poor Vietnamese mother. After a short-lived affair. After a turbulent relationship, his father left and remarried, as did his mother shortly after. But we know that Charles was a frequent bedwetter. 
okay. And to deter him from doing this, his mother tied a string around his penis mm. and used to, like, yeah, to try and stop him wetting the bed. Oh. So that's the first kind of, I'd say, abuse, really. That's, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's not nice. It's maybe, not nice. Maybe because she's Vietnamese and it was back in the 1940s, that was just, mm -hmm. maybe that was the dumb thing. Yeah. But, yeah. But certainly from a 21st century point of view, that would be classed as abuse. Yeah. Mm. So, Grich would receive racial bullying, bullying in France uh, really badly. So, he then decided to change his name to Charles. What happened to him to get... Why was he in France again? So, he was living in France with his mother, sorry. Oh, so okay. Um, mother... Yeah, go married on. a French lieutenant. Oh, I say, yeah. So she remarried, they moved to France, he had yeah. other siblings again, and he really, really felt that he was um, pushed out, pushed away mm -hmm. a bit. Because he had a different Pushed father. to the sides, yeah. He yeah. wasn't, yeah. So, and again, I don't, I don't know, it's all speculation, mm. but I think that was him assessing the situation. I don't necessarily think that was the situation. Yeah. So I think he just felt pushed away, yeah. pushed out. Um, Maybe he was a bit sensitive about yeah. the fact that he was illegitimate yeah. as well, because there would have been a big stigma about that back in the yeah. 1940s, I suppose. Definitely. So, yeah, he really received bad, bad bullying, racial bullying in France. Oh, really? Yeah. And because of this, he decided to change his name to Charles. And the reason oh, was because... That makes sense. He mm. likes to impersonate Charlie Chaplin. Oh, really? Yeah, so he got Charles oh, from Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. Fun fact, Yeah. So I'm going to now start calling him Charles because that's how we know him. And it's easier <laughs> and it's for easier. me, to be fair. <laughs> so he went back to forth from each parent and he was really, really invested in his father and his father's relationship. Mm -hmm. And he, again, he still felt pushed out by either parent, not just one, it was both. Um... So his father was in South East Asia and his mother still in France and he felt really neglected in favour of his siblings. And he ran away twice back to South East Asia with his father. Mm -hmm. um, and that's where he learnt petty crime and manipulation. And he, as I said, learnt that learnt behaviour from his father. So he learnt oh. the charisma. He learnt how to charm people and how to basically get away with things that yeah. not normal people could. And when his mum found out, she took him back. She mm -hmm. didn't want him now. But because his father didn't fight for him, mm -hmm. he really felt, felt neglected by his dad and that his dad had just said, you know what? But again, yeah. I think that was his assessment of the situation. Yeah. I don't know if that was. No one really, it's all speculation, but he felt it. He felt that quite deeply, yes. that rejection yeah. again from yeah, his dad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think that's where we start to desensitise. I think he starts building up a wall or he builds up something, I believe, that, yeah. yeah, he just doesn't, he doesn't... Maybe he doesn't trust. Maybe yeah. he's lost that element yeah. of trust I in other so. people. Yeah, I think so. There's something there, yeah, that he's just built up a wall, mm. desensitising to anyone around him. Yeah, and it's, it's, yeah. So sorry, I'm just reading. So as a teenager, he met his first partner mm -hmm. called... Chantel, oh, and they okay. went on to have two children. Mm -hmm. So. And Chantel would have been a French girl, I suppose. Yes, yeah. sorry. Yeah. yeah. And in 1963, he went away for his first time for burglary. He served three years. 
and when he was in the prison, he charmed and manipulated the guards, which in turn, yeah, exactly, gave him special privileges and treatment. Ah. So that's when we first start seeing his character come out and start yep. manipulating everything around him to suit him. Yeah. And throughout this case, as we've said, that's what he does. Mm-hmm. He's really quick to cotton on to how he's going to gain from anything. Any situation Any that situation. he finds himself in, yeah. even prison. Exactly. Mm. It, it doesn't scare him, prison. Yeah. Especially after this incident, I believe. He thinks, I've been to prison before. I've got away with getting this, getting that, getting these privileges. He knows how to play the yeah, system. Yeah, he knows, yeah. yeah. So it's not a scary place to him because he knows he can get his way out of it in a way. Yeah. So in 1969, after leaving his first partner, Charles goes on to meet another girl, also named Chantel, and they have a child together. <clears throat> so while in this relationship, Charles manipulates Chantel into the life of crime. Yeah. And I know I don't know if you know this, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but when reading it, I did think of you, and I thought, I know you love an engagement story. Yeah. Do you know their engagement story? No. You don't. <laughs> So he started to manipulate Chantel. She's from a very wealthy background and the parents don't agree with him, don't yeah. like his way of life. Mm-hmm. But she just, again, manipulated, yeah. rose-tinted glasses, this mm-hmm. guy's the one. And she still was quite reserved in ways, I think, especially because of the crime side of it. Yeah. And what he does, he takes her out in this car and he drives so fast... Until she agrees to marry him. Oh, God. So he proposes, and she's still on the fence slightly, I would say. So he drives, terrifying her, scared out of her wits, until she agrees to marry him. Oh, wow. Yeah, he doesn't stop. He just goes mad. I wasn't expecting you to say something like that. No, because I thought, again, he's so manipulative, and that I would have expected her to say yes straight off the bat. Yeah, but obviously she had massive reservations, so he bullied her into it instead. Exactly. So, yeah, and then round about this time, he gets taken to prison again, this time for six months, and Chantel waits for him. Mm-hmm. Because, by the way, the car he was driving was stolen. Oh, God. <laughs> so that, that's why he's back in prison. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but she waits for him and they marry in 1969 and they leave France and settle in Asia to avoid arrests <laughs> from the crimes. But now she's in on it. She knows mm. what's going on and he has her play her part. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he's manipulated to that. But um, I think, yeah, I've written here, I think she's fully under his spell. Yeah. It sounds like it. Yeah, and they basically rob their way to Asia. And she's heavily pregnant at this time. Wow. Yeah, so... This is set in a pattern, isn't yeah, it? This exactly. is a bit of a foreshadowing going on here, I think, with yep. the robbing his way over. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online 
and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Around the world. They settle in Asia, and in 1970, she gives birth. But Charles is absent as much as he is there. He's not there a lot. He's at... He's thinking building this life for her, getting her yeah. this money, robbing this person, that person. Yeah. But all she sees is she's very lonely. She's in this country. Mm-hmm. She's give up everything for him. She's yeah. got this newborn baby and he's not there. And it's, yeah, she, I think she's finding it really lonely and isolating at the time. Yeah. Um, she's miles away from her home and really starting to see the cracks in the marriage, I think. Yeah. And starting to see him for what he is. It sounds like it. Yeah. If you're on your own a lot, you've probably got time to <coughs> reflect and start to see maybe this isn't the way I want to live no. my life. No. On the other side of the world, away from my family, with a got baby, the, yeah, exactly. and no, no money, yeah, exactly no that. support. And what I know he did do was rob a lot of jewels and gave her loads of jewels to make up for it. To say, yeah, I know you're by yourself, but look what I've got for you. Don't look, remember that. Look, yeah. look at all these shiny new things, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, it, yeah, it's just sad really for her I think I really feel for her at this point because it sounds like she was young and easily manipulated yeah and as I said to you I think as some stories go I at that age I could have been quite easily manipulated (laughs) into any situation (laughs) you you said this before about other serial killers you're like yeah I probably would be in that I would have got in that car, yeah. Yeah. Ted Bundy said, oh, can you carry the canoe? Yeah, of course I can. (laughs) Easily, easily. (laughs) I would have, honestly, it's shocking. You so would have been a Ted Bundy victim. (laughs) easily. Easily. If I had the look, I would have been then, telling you. I know. So in 1973, he's arrested again for armed robbery. Oh, this is a step up from petty crime now, isn't it? Yep. Charles persuades Chantel to help him escape prison so this is the first escape from prison that we're gonna see wow yeah so he faked appendicitis he faked it i remember this from the tv show you watched actually yeah he had an operation and then he had Chantel drug his guard and then drugged herself to make it look make her look innocent Mm. so she's drugged this guard drugged herself he's made the escape yeah and then she can just say oh what he, he struck me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not right. So in another attempt, he convinced guards that he had a bleeding ulcer by drinking his own blood and then vomiting it out. Oh my god! Yeah. No. So these are the, yeah. This is what he's getting to, and this is the stage oh, he's getting to. This is a man who, who will stop at nothing, isn't yeah. he? Nothing is off limits for him yeah. to do. That is pretty unthinkable it for is. most people, isn't it? It really is. So they both get arrested because they don't believe her. They don't believe that he drugged her. They see through the lie. Yeah. So they both get arrested. Oh, wow. However, they both flee before any charges could be made against them. Okay. And they end up on the hippie trail. 
So oh. does that ring a bell? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the hippie trail. Yeah, so they're on this hippie trail, and after a while here, they they're quite um, happy here by the thing, seeing the things. They're quite happy. Mm -hmm. They're quite secure, I would say, in a way. Yeah. But after a while, Charles gets bored. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he decides to move the family. I haven't read where to. <laughs> <laughs> so this is obviously in Asia somewhere, isn't it? In Thailand, yeah. presumably. Yeah, I'm think. Yeah, on the yeah. Mm. So he, but um, he so he decides to move the family, and Howard dashes with a two month. Oh, so he's got a two month room charge against him. He hasn't paid. Oh, for the hotel that for they're the living hotel, in. Yeah. yeah. So he flees but leaves the family mm -hmm. and he goes on the run for two years all over East Europe and the Middle East and he uses all different stolen passports where he's robbed yeah. or replaced the photo because that back then was a thing you could easily quite do. Yeah. And then he's joined by his brother, yeah. Andrea, in mm -hmm. Turkey and then he's aiding and abetting Charles. So he's now manipulating his brother to his help him brother. in his crime. Yeah. So I don't know if that's where you want to pick up the story, or would you like me yeah. to carry on? Yeah. Well, yeah. This is that sounds like quite a good um, time. I've got another fun fact quickly. That oh yes, please. We love a fun somewhere. fact. We love a fun fact. That was. Charles also tried to kidnap his daughter. Ah. Oh, yeah. Not so fun. No facts, but a fact. Yeah, a fact. Oh, really? Yeah, so that was, I've got in between, so it's, I've got a timeline written down, it's somewhere in between 1963 and 1972. Oh, okay. There was attempted kidnap of his daughter. Yeah. Again, because I don't think, he, he's used to getting what he wants. Yeah. And obviously he wanted his family with him and that wasn't going to happen. Yeah, because at some point, I've got here that uh, Chantelle, she just had enough and she, she left him in 1973. So, yeah, that would have been... France. That would have been round about... their child with, with them, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so at this point, he and Andre uh, have connected, reconnected, mm -hmm. and they, and yeah, like you say, he's just completely dragged Andre into his criminal world, showed him the tricks, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, so for the next couple of years... They do, they travel around on the stolen passports, robbing people, um, until eventually it all catches up with them when they're in Turkey. Right. So during this point in Turkey, they both are arrested and sentenced to 18 years in a Turkish prison. Okay. Which, I don't know about you, doesn't sound like a laugh. No, it doesn't. It, it really doesn't. It sounds pretty hideous. Yeah. Uh, Charles, being Charles, managed mm -hmm. to escape he, does. he escaped prison and left his brother there for 18 years. <laughs> what? Yes. 18 years? 18 <gasps> years Andre served in that Turkish oh, prison no. while Charles just... Did he give him up or not? Flitted off. Well, I think they I think they both were supposed to serve the 18 years, but Charles managed to escape. Oh. You see, so I expect that there was probably still an arrest warrant out for Charles during that whole period. So yeah. that's probably why then he never set foot back in Turkey. Oh, that's... Because from then on, we move over to Asia, mm -hmm. to um, Thailand and... Yeah, um, he's back, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there was two countries, wasn't Nepal? there? Yeah, sorry, yeah, it was Nepal, Kathmandu. Yeah, mm -hmm. so this that's really where the story uh, progresses to. So, yeah, once... Um, 
he decided to escape prison. Um, he manages, he meets up with um, Anne-Marie. Yeah. Sorry, Marie, Marie-Andre Leclerc. Uh, this is in around 1975. And also AJ Chowdhury. Yeah, so these are both main characters, aren't they? These are the main the characters TV in the show. TV show, yeah. yeah. So these form like the... The, but the three of them are the basis for the group mm-hmm. who go around robbing the backpackers. Right. So you've got to think, 1975, obviously there's very little communication with the outside world. Yeah. If you're, if you're a youngster who wants to go travelling, exploring, you may phone home once a month, maybe yeah. send a postcard when you get to a new town. Yeah. There's very little ways to communicate. Yeah. And if, you, say, for instance, your child doesn't make that monthly phone call, what have you got to go on? You, yeah. can, you go, oh, a month ago they were here, but who knows how far they've travelled in that month. But it's that's, so, yeah, that's it's so easy for people to get lost. Yeah. And I think that's one of the most intriguing points of this case is that there's no real set figure of how many people that he did eventually murder. Wow. Because back then people just went missing. And yeah. Obviously most of them probably just ended up just never coming home because they liked oh. it so much or yeah. maybe got married and settled and that was that. But some of them could have been um, murder victims. Yeah. And no one would ever be none the wiser, you know. No. They'd be none the wiser. So, um, yes, this was around ni- this 1975. So he's managed to get this um, Marie Leclerc to basically, it sounds a bit like she does what Chantel was doing, like helping him and mm-hmm. the drugging and stuff. Because yeah. you mentioned, didn't you, that Chantel wasn't averse to drugging a prison guard no. to get her husband out of prison. Yeah. And herself. And herself out of prison. <laughs> Madness. Yeah, exactly. So it sounds to me like he's found another, maybe relatively gullible young woman. From mm-hmm. what I've read about Anne uh, Marie, she was quite an unworldly woman. She was she was quite a um, a quiet person. Yeah. She sounds like a classic victim, a classic person that can be manipulated and bended to the will of, mm-hmm. of somebody who was a, very, a master, by that point, a master manipulator. Yeah. Let's see, by that point, he's 31 years old, so he's already got, what, 15 years of this crime under his belt yeah, and getting people him, to yeah. do what, what he wants them to do. So I shouldn't imagine, she, I think she was out there alone as well, I shouldn't imagine it's that difficult, is it? No. If you are that, if you then couple me. Oh, um, yes, easily, easily, as I yeah. said to you, I can see it. You could be my Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, And then, obviously, this AJ Chowdhury character that just sounds like a backstreet kind of street kid. Just, yeah. Just, just somebody, He, I think he was an Indian, mm-hmm. um, from Indian descent. But it sounds like he was just a chancer, um, like a pickpocket, thief, mm-hmm. petty criminal. Nasty piece of work. Yeah. And it, it it sounds like he just went along for the ride, really. It, it looks to me like he exactly the same as the serpent in that he was just wanting some money and didn't really care yeah. how he got it. How he got it, yeah. yeah. Not much of a conscience there whatsoever. No. And as we go on to some of the documented crimes, you'll see just how callous a, a character this AJ Chowdhury oh, was. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah, so around this time, he's doing his... The serpent is doing his usual thing of... um drugging people, mm-hmm. so they thought they had food poisoning, and robbing them while they're unconscious, and then sometimes nursing them back to health so they think he's a friend. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, so like an angel of mercy in a way, kind yeah, of thing, like yeah. The, yeah, a bit like the Munchausen yes. syndrome by proxy, that kind yeah. of thing, yeah, so 
prob- but more probably more to avert attention. It's like, oh, you're not very well. I'll nurse you back to health. Yeah. And they're not thinking, hang on, you're the one who poisoned me. And by yeah. the way, I can't find my passport anymore. Yeah. So he's yeah. literally just robbing them for their probably their bit of money they've got. Which you, and you're always passports. I that comes say, up again and again. It wouldn't be a lot, I'm guessing. If Backpackers aren't going to have no. loads, of, loads of goods on them, are they? No. But they, he seems to be... It comes up again and again. The travel documentation is what he's after, he's after a lot of the time, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, yeah. And at some point, he did this to a couple and they realised... So, oh, really? Yeah, they realised that he was the one who had uh, drugged them to rob them, so he killed them, so that, oh. they, so that they didn't um, go to the authorities right. for him. So and we this believe is this is, is the first the first two. Okay. So this was a couple, um, sorry, there wasn't, no, the first one was a woman, a lone woman. Okay. So he's called the serpent, but he's also known as the bikini killer. Yeah. Have you heard that one? Yep, I've heard that one, yeah. And this is the reason, is because um, there was a Thai fisherman. So this is all taking place in a place called Pattaya in uh, Thailand, mm-hmm. which is the first stop on the back, first stop on the backpacking uh, hippie trail. Yep. So I think like in the 70s, it was like the big hippie rev- revolution. <laughs> yeah. Peace, not, peace, not war. Yep. And, um... Yeah, so this is where he was based, and you should imagine it's easy pickings. There's so many backpackers. Mm-hmm. So, um, but one day there's a fisherman, and he discovers a the body of a young woman in the sea. Oh, and no. she's just wearing a bikini. So you can't identify her. Obviously, no. if you're in a bikini, mm-hmm. you've not got any documentation on you or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so he finds her and. The police can't find her. They, they obviously they know she's a tourist because they can tell that she's Caucasian. Yeah. Um, but I think I think they just keep her in the morgue for ages. They can't identify her for oh, a no. really long time. And then um, at some point, a little bit later on, there's someone walking along the beach mm-hmm. and he sees two bodies still sm- like smouldering, smoke coming off of oh. a couple of bodies on the beach. How would you react? It must be awful to find a dead body oh the thought of it i know can it's you imagine it no just especially in a beauty beauty spot like that you imagine you entire land it's like paradise oh, on earth no. yeah and then you can just see like a fire and then you realize what's burning on that fire oh. it must be absolutely terrifying yeah it, yeah and, yeah sickening sickening yeah, to your stomach definitely absolutely um, and this was the uh, unidentified bodies again of a man and a woman. Mm-hmm. Again, they're Caucasian. Wow. No identification. Although they did find one of them was wearing a T-shirt that said "Made in Amsterdam." Nice. So that made them think it must be a perhaps they're from Holland. Uh huh. So that's the only thing, though. It's wow. not much to go on, really, is it? No. Um, so the terrifying thing was when they carried out the autopsy on this one, Lauren. Although. Um, that both of them had been strangled. Mm. They hadn't been fully dead when they set fire oh, to them no. because when they cut them open, they found smoke mm. inhalation in the lungs. So they were alive. So they were burnt alive. Oh well. no! Yeah, I mean they would have oh, been unconscious, no. I'm sure, but it's it's Still a it's horrific. a terrible thing yeah. to think about, isn't it? Yeah, it's it, yeah, it's absolutely terrible. And from what we can gather in like in the meantime, since was these couple were the ones that were going to go to the authorities i think they cottoned on to him oh really so that's why he killed them where the timeline goes i'm not sure whether the, the single woman was killed before but was found before then okay or not. i'm not really sure okay um oh she can't have been because they were still on fire 
So, yeah, so at this point, I think Interpol comes in. Mm-hmm. And there's quite a lot in the series about Interpol and um, all of the international yeah. police forces coming together because he crossed so many borders yeah. on so many different passports. Yeah. Plus, his victims were worldwide. You, you know, there was from, like, like we say, there was obviously one from the Netherlands, the um, Americans. Mm-hmm. So there was all over the world. Yeah. Everyone's trying to find this man, and he... It's called the serpent for a reason. It's yeah. slippery. Yeah, slippery and here, slippery there and everywhere. So, yeah, so, yeah, slippery, yeah. yeah, slipping here, there and everywhere. Absolutely. Um, anyway, at this point, I think they travel on the fake passports to Kathmandu. Which, okay. As you quite rightly pointed mm-hmm. out, is Nepal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, another couple are found unidentified couple, obviously oh. backpackers. This time the police, it sounds like they do a lot of, like, a lot of digging around. Yeah. Um, because they ask around, they go to like the main the main road where all the hostels are, where all the backpackers go and mm-hmm. things like that. And they just they just go door to door and they say, "Look, we've got an unidentified couple. Do you yeah. know if, if any of your friends not come home? Yeah, is anybody missing? In other mm-hmm. words, and they find there's a room mm-hmm. where two, where a couple had hired a room and all of their belongings are there." But the couple aren't there and they hadn't been back for a few days. Oh, yes. Very suspicious. Yeah. So they interview the next door neighbour and she says she's no idea where they've gone. They was they was expecting them back. I would say they're missing. And she says, and that, so they start questioning her, do you know mm-hmm. where, she, where they could have gone? Things like that. Can you give us any clues? And she mentions, yes, the girl, um, she was, uh, dis- she was, um, she met up with this man who claims to be a gem dealer. Ah. And she's given them a description. Gem dealer description. So now they've actually got something tangible to work yeah, with. Yeah, something to yeah. Exactly. And then they um they find Yeah, so then they take the neighbour to the morgue, I suppose, and she positively identifies them oh. as that couple. So we've finally got an identification of, of that couple. Um so They managed to find him. They managed to pin him down. They know where he is. They bring him in and uh, and they put him in a lineup. Mm-hmm. She can't pick him out, so they had to let him go. No. Yeah. So they were so close. So close. <gasps> yeah. So they pick it. She can't pick him out. Oh no. She doesn't recognise him. Again, slipped out of detection. Exactly. So he slips out, and all three of them they go. They leave the country straight away. They leave oh. the country. They up sticks. Speaking of which, I think he was quite a master of disguises, wasn't he? I think oh. it's been hinted upon yeah. that he had a face that was quite easily changeable, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. I know a few, again, serial killers do it. Yeah. And I'm sure he was one that could quite easily... Yeah, change his change, appearance. Yeah, change his appearance and look like a completely yeah. different person. I think at the weekend, when I tried on that wig, <laughs> I looked like a completely different person. Yeah, it's true. He had the same thing, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, and then they, um, yeah, so they managed to track him down. They, they, he left the country, but he's travelling on a different passport. Passport of a man called Alain Gautier. Mm-hmm. Um, he also had an alias of Carl Gassel and Ida Bosch. Now, it all turns out these were all victims of his. He's travelling oh, no. on passports of, of the men that he's murdered. Oh. One of these men was the man laying in the morgue. Right. Um, Elaine Gautier was the man laying in the morgue, but he's travelled out on Elaine Gautier's passport. Passport, yeah. Oh. So they know that he's left. They yeah. know he's. They're pretty sure that he's the one that killed them, and yeah. now they know he's slipped through their fingers. Oh. Um. 
and this is this just carries on. He's just, I think, he's so blatant. You know when you meet somebody and they just do something mm-hmm. and they're so blasé about it that you just don't question yeah, it. Yeah, you're thinking, did I say that? Yeah. No, I couldn't have. Yeah, I know exactly, exactly what you mean. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> what I get. That's the feeling that I get from reading everything I can about him is that he does it with such confidence. Yeah. That you wouldn't unqu- you wouldn't question it. Yeah, I, I get exactly what you mean. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. He just marched through um, passport control he on the passport of a man right, that he's yeah. killed. Yeah, and no fucks given. I just yeah, yeah, that's what I think. He's supremely confident. Yeah, completely charismatic. By all accounts, really good looking. Yeah, and yeah, you know, people like good looking people. Yeah, yeah. Planning for your next trip. Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Um, yeah, so like I say, they raided the hotel, but they'd left. They'd already gone. The communication was very slow in them days as well. So between um, between Kathmandu and Thailand, mm-hmm. I think they knew he'd travelled to Thailand, but it took them two days to get the message to stop this guy. Right. So by then he's already in Thailand and he's, he's settled gone. down. Yeah. yeah, he settled down into that beach house that's um, in the um, mm-hmm. in the show that we watched as well. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, they they there's a uh, Marie Leclerc, there's obviously um, Charles, and there's AJ, mm-hmm. and they're all working. They're working the backpack trail again, robbing people, poisoning them, and sometimes the, these people don't come back. So that they'll be like, oh, where's so-and-so? Oh, last time I saw them, they were with Charles. Yeah. Yeah. And Charles was like, oh, yeah, they left. Yeah. They well, why didn't they say goodbye? Mm-hmm. I don't know. They just left. Yeah, he always had a scheme mm. to get out of things as well, didn't he? Yeah. He could talk his way out of a lot. Yeah, exactly. There was, um, there was a woman who made friends with Marie. I think she lived in the same apartment block mm-hmm. called Nadine. And uh, she suspected foul play with a couple, like a couple of his victims. Mm-hmm. And she searched, she waited till the, the all went out and she searched the apartment and she found the passports, but she also found syringes with, um, oh, you know, no. like the, the the drugs that you would inject yeah. somebody to stop, you know, to disable mm-hmm. them. Uh, she found petrol, you know, what they used to burn the bodies. Oh, God. <laughs> she found all sorts of stuff. So she did, she took it to the police. Yeah. Um. And I think at that point, that's when it all started to come tumbling down mm-hmm. a little bit for him. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it, basically, I think Nadine really helped out that whole um, investigation. Oh, brilliant! To be honest, yeah. 
Um, so we've got here that he murdered at least 10 people, mostly Western travellers on the Asian hippie trail. Mm-hmm. Some estimates say as high as 24, but of course we just don't know. And do you know what? I get the feeling he doesn't know because no. he just didn't care. Yeah. It wasn't like he was having a tally chart. No. To or keeping souvenirs like, yep. a, like, a, like your average serial killer. I don't know. Would you class a passport as, <laughs> as a souvenir? souvenir? Yeah, I suppose he could count all the yeah. passports that he's got, couldn't he? Yeah. And go, oh yeah, I've killed that many people because yeah. that's how many passports I've got. Um, yeah, so it all came to a head anyway. Uh, one day they were in... A, they um, were in a hotel mm-hmm. and they poisoned a whole bunch of backpackers. Like, I don't know why. It was like, he'd been so careful up yeah. until that point. And then, for some reason, he did a whole bunch of them. Maybe ten people, I think. I've got, sorry, I've got it written yeah. down here. So he drugged a class of 60 French 60, yeah. students, but a miscalculation of the dose mm. sent only 20 of them to the hospital. And that's where... yeah. The, the suspicion is, and they know they've got the guy because yeah. 20 people have gone to hospital. Mm. Yeah, so he didn't kill them. He, yeah. He poisoned them, and they all... Yeah. 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 So it started the manhunt, I think, on him. Yeah, it did. I think a couple of them, he says here that, yeah, he... Uh, yeah, he was captured in, like, he was captured for drugging those 60 French engineering students, and that was why he was in Delhi. Mm-hmm. Oh, so he was in Delhi, in India then, yeah. See, I've got Goa for some reason, and I don't know why. Oh, okay. Well, that is in India yeah. as well, so... Um. So his plan was to avoid the death penalty in Thailand. Mm-hmm. <coughs> so he's, again, calculating Harry can stay alive. How he can manipulate the system yeah. yet again. Yet again. So what he's thinking is, if he does time in India, mm-hmm. it means... By the time he's out, the 10 years, the charges have to be dropped against him in oh, Thailand. Oh, that's so clever. <clears throat> but that's him all over. That is, is him, isn't it? Yeah. Again, manipulating the situation on his terms. Mm. So he's quite agreeable and quite happy to go to prison in India. Yeah. And <clears throat> I want to say it wasn't done on purpose, mm. but I think he knew that he, it was... The circle was getting closer and closer. Yeah. They were zoning in on him. That could be why he slipped up and That's did 60 what I'm people thinking. in one go. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking, because it's not a thing he would normally he would do. Normally it's, do. Not, it's out of character for him. Yeah, usually it's couples or singles, yeah. isn't it? Not yeah. a massive group. Yeah. So, again, he manipulates his way into that prison. Yeah. Uh, in that prison. And he starts doing interviews. <laughs> Never, ever admitting to the killings, but oh. trying to get money again. Oh, so that's how his new income's coming, by doing all these interviews. Yeah. All from prison. Ah. Oh. So then, obviously, if he's got some money, he can bribe the yep. guards and have living quite a relative... Yeah. Maybe a bit of comfort. Comfort. No, yeah. I agree. I agree. He's never admitted to them. There are 12 confirmed out of the possible 30 I've got here. Oh, wow. Yeah. Again, I don't think he knows, like you've said. Yeah. I just don't think he knows. I don't think he knows because he doesn't care. So he was released from India in 1997 and he tried to retire, tried to retire in Paris. And we know by his nature that he doesn't sit still well. Yeah. He's quite restless, I believe. Mm. Yeah, and I think he's got really bored or cocky. I've read cocky. Yeah, well, this is the narcissism thing coming out, isn't it? You see it time and time again with him. Yeah, and I just think he's thought, what can they do to me? Mm. It's been all this time. Yeah. I really believe he 
believed his own hype at this point. Probably, he probably thought he was untouchable. Yeah, yeah exactly that. Because it makes him... So he returns to Nepal, where it started. And he, a journalist, journalist sees him mm -hmm. and reports him to the police. And he gets arrested, tried, and he receives a life sentence. So not the death penalty. Oh, wow. But he receives a life, so he's in Nepal on a life sentence. But he, <laughs> he still, or he was, appealing his sentence. And in 2008, come back, he married his finance. Fiance. Finance? No. He married his fiance, a yeah. translator. Yeah. 44 years, he's junior. <laughs> I read that. He married his 20-year-old translator. It's a joke. How on earth is this... What's his age now? Well, we're in 2009. He must have been 64, I suppose. If was, yeah. 1944, he was born. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> but in 2010, he lost his appeal. Oh, I see. So, he's been appealing it, but he lost it. Thank God. Yeah. But how on earth does someone, again, it's that character of him. He's mm. manipulated his translator. Yeah. He's so charming. Yeah. He's got a 20-year-old to marry him when I, he's like in his 60s. And in prison. And in prison. <laughs> serving a life sentence. <laughs> it's just ludicrous. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. I know. Some people say as well, because obviously Charles and Marie mm -hmm. both were arrested and both put in jail. Yeah. And I believe she died in prison. AJ was yeah. never seen again. And some people say that he probably was also a victim. Oh, really? Yeah, because he's literally never resurfaced after that point. That's suspicious, isn't it? It is, isn't it? That I is know really he could have just suspicious. disappeared. He could have just, if he's, uh, if he's Indian, mm -hmm. he could have just gone back to India and just melted yeah. into woodwork. But yeah. a lot of people suspect that he was probably one of the last victims. Wow. Wow. Because mm. it was all coming on top again. Mm. He felt the wolves coming in on him. I think so, yeah. But why, if he's done that to AJ, why not Marie? Yeah, that's true. And she didn't have a happy life, I believe, after, didn't she? She got released, went back to Canada. Yeah. And died of cervical cancer, didn't she? Yeah, not long after not either. Not long, I don't no, think it she was, didn't. I think she died, yeah, she had quite a short life. God love her. Yeah. So there we are. So even as we speak, he's still in that prison. He hasn't died still, has he? No. He's still breathing. He's still there. Serving his out his life. Yeah. <clears throat> But yeah, I think the interpreter who's now his who is now his wife is the daughter of his lawyer or something. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there's all sorts. He of just things, yeah, he just again shows his character and shows. Yeah, it shows how strong will yeah. he is, how able yeah. he is to manipulate people yeah. and, and how to people get women bend. to fall in love with yeah, him. Yeah, exactly that. So yeah, mm. should we do the fun part now? What we've decided to do. <laughs> Let's give it a go, shall we? Do you want Let's to give it a go? It. You're better at explaining it than I am, I think. <laughs> well, <laughs> we assume you've heard of Six Degrees of Separation to Kevin Bacon. Yes, hopefully. Hopefully. So what Lauren and I thought we'd do is, being as some of the cases we are going to be covering can be quite dark, let's face it. Mm -hmm. The subject matter is dark. It can leave you feeling... Deflated. Maybe a bit deflated, mm. maybe a little bit, mm, what's the word, nah. Yeah. So we thought we'd do a little fun game at the end of every podcast and you can join in. Um, put it on our Instagram, on our socials, when we get our Patreon up and running, 
we can have a really fun time with this love game. Love to see it, yeah, definitely. Yeah, we'd love some of them are quite hard as well. This one was really, really hard. hard. It took me about an hour. Yeah, and I was getting so mad. I'll tell you some ways that I was trying to get it and then yeah. what I eventually, eventually got. Eventually got. Yeah, it was making yeah. me so mad. I know, sometimes you get something and you find a link and you're like, yes, I've got it. And then I, and then I think, oh, I can't remember why I was looking for that now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I'm goes, like, no. <laughs> and my laptop's got about 20 million windows open and my phone has got a million windows open I'm on IMDB a million times <laughs> yeah it, but it, it's a fun game it is a fun game I may not be selling it but I promise it's a fun game when you get to the end you feel really happy yeah so basically it's any celebrity in some way or form yeah is tied linked with yeah in six or less links to Kevin Bacon to yeah. Kevin Bacon the actor from Footloose back in the 80s so I've got a one, two, three, four, six, and I've got a four. Ooh. Yeah. Awesome. So what one have you got? You go first. Oh, have you done have you done two? Yeah, because I didn't know if you'd have gone with either <laughs> or of them. Well you go first if you've got two because I've only done one. No, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So you do your one and I'll oh. do the opposite one. Oh right. If okay. you haven't done that one. I mine's really obscure. I'd be surprised if you've okay. got there like this. Okay. So I think this. I think the reason I struggled so much with this one is because he's from like France and Asia, mm -hmm. so it's really hard to get a starting mm -hmm. point. He's mm -hmm. not even European or American, so <laughs> it was really difficult. Anyway, so I did a bit of research. His lawyer, Jacques Verges, mm -hmm. who is quite a famous uh, criminal representative, mm -hmm. criminal lawyer. He's got a nickname, the Devil's Advocate. Oh. Yeah. So he also represented during his career Klaus Barbie, who was a Nazi criminal. Right. He was the Butcher of Leon. Now, the Butcher of Leon, Klaus Barbie, he had a documentary made about him uh -huh. by a filmmaker, a German filmmaker called Marcel Ophuls. Okay. Ophuls. So, yeah, he was a German filmmaker and he also made a biographical film of his own life. Mm-hmm. And in that film, it starred an actress called Jean Moreau. She's quite a famous French film star. Right. When I read her name, I thought, oh, I recognise that name. It. Yeah, so I thought, I think I'm getting there at last. We finally <laughs> crossed over from Europe to maybe she made some yeah. American films yeah. because she's a big name. So she later on, she went on to star as the Grand Dame in the film Ever After. Right. I don't know if you've ever seen, I think it's an I old Drew Barrymore film yeah, about Cinderella. Cinderella. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she plays the Grand Dame in Ever After, ah. which is directed by a film director called Andy Tennant, mm -hmm. who also directed Will Smith in Hitch. Do you remember Hitch? Yeah, I remember Hitch. Yeah, so he was the film director of Hitch. Um, Hitch is starring... The star of Hitch, sorry, is Will Smith. Yeah. Who stars in a film called <laughs> Six Degrees of Separation. No. How good is that? Yeah, I'm so impressed. I'm, I'm so impressed. I will say, I think that's seven steps. I don't think I've got it in six. But that is impressive. It was fucking hard work, Lauren. I oh feel like I've God. cheated you a lot now. My eyeballs were literally like <laughs> pieces of paper by the time I got there. And, and I was blown away that there is actually a film wow. called Six Degrees of Separation. How cool is that? Decent, eh? I like it. I like it. Thank you. And I, I know you're thinking because I was the same. So his daughter is now a something to do with the Secret Service in America. Oh. 
something. Yeah, I think I read that. Yeah. And I was really pulling at every straw, thinking she must know someone famous. <laughs> yeah, she yeah. must have represented her. Yeah. No, I couldn't get that. I couldn't oh. find it, so I cheated slightly, and I'm sorry. Well, mm. I think I think as the weeks go by, sometimes we're going yeah. to make some tenuous links and some massive Link. assumptions <laughs> <laughs> to get there. So Taha Rahim played the serpent in the TV show. Yes, that actor. He's a brilliant yeah. actor. Yeah, I've seen him in a few things since then. He's He's fantastic. The way he transformed himself to look like I know. Charles it's untrue, isn't it? was uncanny. I know. Absolutely brilliant. And he was in a film called Black Mass. Okay. With Erica McDermott. Ooh. And she was in a film called The Informant. Okay. Oh, I've done it around the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, you've got a so, pick-up list, don't worry. Yeah, no, so Taha Rahim was in The Informant with Erica McDermott. I'm going to look she up was Erica in McDermott Black Mass with is. Kevin Bacon. Black Mass with Kevin Bacon. Yes, so Let that was my four links. Erica. Erica Durance. Uh, Erica McDermott. Oh, let's see if I can see it. Actress, the fighter. Oh, okay. So, well, she's in quite a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. But, um, oh, well done. That's how I got there. It, the struggle was real. <laughs> but obviously not half as much as work you did. I, I'm really impressed. Oh, I really went around all the French houses there. I'll I loved you. it. I mean, yeah, it was hard. Again, yeah. because he was... Because he's not... Because yeah. he's not real... Yeah, like you say, he's he's not European. No. Based. So, no. But, yeah, luckily, I suppose the French... Oh, I don't know. But I, I thought it was quite cool that he had the same... Lawyer, defence lawyer, yeah. as that as the Nazi yeah. war criminal, yeah, Charles that's Barbie, a big... the butcher of Leon. Yeah, that's a fun fact there. Yeah, decent fun fact. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, who knew there were superstar criminal no. defence lawyers? No. Well, I'm stand corrected. I did not know. No, that, I didn't know that. Now we know, Lord. Yeah, maybe Good. we might find him popping up in some more of our cases at some point if he's Ooh. that famous. Well, we'll you never keep an know. eye. Yeah, we'll keep an eye out for yeah, him. His definitely. name is Jacques Verges. Right, we'll the devil's advocate. Okay, the devil's advocate. Lovely. Maybe we could do a podcast in one day. Oh, why not? Maybe. Add into the list. <laughs> Add into the, the list. list. <laughs> Are you going to do your other list? So, oh, my other one was Jenny, Jenna Coleman, who played the girlfriend Marie. Yep, she's she great. was in. Yeah, she was really good in that. Me Before You with Ben Lloyd, Hugh. Oh, okay. Who was in Great Expectations with Jason Fleming. Oh, okay. Who was in X Men First Class yeah. with. Kevin, Kevin Bacon. Bacon. So, yeah. Oh, bravo. Yeah. So, yeah, I've like, a lot of fun doing that, more <laughs> so than the research. I felt a bit bogged yeah. down by the research. <laughs> I think I felt more bogged down by the six degrees. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I did question ourselves a bit yeah, when we were doing it. Why did. did we decide? Yeah, I did. It Who's took me. Idea? I did, um, I did Jack the Ripper the same night, and I think I was doing both of them for about an hour and a half. Because, oh. again, Jack the Ripper, although he's... That's going to be tough. English. He lived like 150 years ago. Oh, that's so and tough. And no one knows who he is. So, um, <sighs> yeah. That, They're all yeah. cheating ways. I'll teach They're you. They're all cheating ways. <laughs> yeah, this is the thing. I did. I was saying to you, Lauren, I was thinking, shall I use the actors that was in the show yeah. and do it that way? But I thought, oh, I'd rather do it. I really wanted to I do it I thought, I'll try and way, do it yeah. in a more interesting way. Yeah. Because, you know, just... To, 
just because it's the first one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tried and I couldn't well, get there. Well, you did too, so yeah. I think that made up for it, babe. Yeah, okay. Well, thanks for thanks for joining us. Thank you. And join us next week when we're going to be covering Israel Keys. My favourite. Lauren's all-time favourite. Yeah. Still killer. So, yeah, have a have a great week. Oh, by the way, I hope you've all had a lovely uh, bank holiday weekend. Yeah, I know lovely. This, I know this is probably going out a couple of weeks later, but right now we're recording on bank holiday Sunday, yeah. aren't we? Yeah, it's been a lovely jubilee. Lovely jubilee, yeah. And, um, yeah, thank you. Thanks for joining us on our very first episode. Thank we you. We fully appreciate your time and your ear rolls. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thanks. See you. See you next time. Bye.